welcome to Bookpile Banter. This is Amberly with Sarah and Kim, and we are recording in person today. Sarah is back this week, and we are going to be discussing our final Halloween pick, which was Sarah's, which is Camp Damascus. It is by Chuck Tingle and was published in 2023 via Macmillan Publishers. Chuck Tingle is known as an autistic queer author. They are a pseudo-anonymous author who primarily writes niche gay erotica. Um, specifically, they tend to write monster erotica featuring romance and sexual encounters with dinosaurs, imaginary creatures, anthropomorphized inanimate objects, and even abstract concepts. Today, we're discussing... I said that already. Camp Damascus, yep. which is a, about a gay conversion camp and follows the character. I can't remember the character's name. Rose. Rose. Fucking Lord, I told you it was Rose Darling when we first <laughs> tried to do this. Rose Darling. Rose Darling. Um, post-conversion. But you don't so, know it's post-conversion in the beginning. Spoiler, it's post-conversion. Wow, this is going to be a fun recording. <laughs> Get out now while you still can. Because <laughs> Amber's tired. <laughs> okay, so, Sarah, what did you think of the plot of this story? Uh, it, it was interesting. Um, Good interesting or bad interesting? Well, I was intrigued by the concept of, like, a horror story involving like gay conversion camps mm -hmm. i just it went in an interesting direction that i wasn't expecting because again good interesting or I bad interesting like, okay <laughs> i don't yeah i i don't want to say i'm ambivalent because that would be like strong feelings in both ways but like i i didn't mind the direction it went in it just wasn't quite expected because i was I think I was expecting more like psychological horror, like more because there's so much like natural horror to work with, yeah, with a conversion camp. Um, so that it went in a supernatural direction, I was like, okay. I mean, it just makes it more campy, but Camp yes. Damascus is the name of it, so I guess <laughs> it does. Um, but in terms of the plot. Yeah, it was, it was fine. I guess I kind of liked it. Um, I did have issues with the book, but not so much the plot part, but more of other stuff that okay. we'll get to. Kim. I was expecting more like Get Out, which is, is a phenomenal movie. Oh. And um, I was also going to mention, I don't mean to yeah, no, no, but go ahead. the one thing I was expecting was that this book would involve her going to Camp Damascus, yep. getting trapped there and having to get out. So I was a little disappointed. Mm -hmm. Well, I was first, I was surprised when you figure out that, oh, she has been there and she just doesn't remember any of it. And I thought that was kind of cool. But then overall, I do wish that it went more like getting trapped there than having to get out, you know, like yeah, you said, yeah, yeah, probably with your get out reference. Yeah. And that's what I was expecting going into it. It's what I would have liked to have read. Um, again, I, I will the, the, go into different components. As far as the plot, the plot was fine. It, it followed plot points. It, it started at a point, ended at a point. The story actually ended. Um, yeah, it was fine. The plot didn't kill me. There were other bits that, yeah. I found the plot to be boring. I got about, I was listening to it, but we'll say about a few chapters in, and I realized it was going to be a clockwork orange with demons. And not even like a well-conducted clockwork orange. Is clockwork orange well-conducted? I mean, the that was not a fun read for me. Oh, and, oh no, sorry. I'm talking about the movie. I don't. Oh, think I've never the book. saw the movie. I don't. Think I've, I've never seen the, seen the movie or read the book. So, um, I was referring to the movie. That's what I've seen. Um, I didn't realize it was. I think I knew it was a book. I just haven't read it. But like, the concept behind Clockwork Orange. But this felt so like transparent. And bland. And like, 
I just like, I, I knew once I realized we were post conversion camp, I knew where it was going. I knew she had a demon before I think she, it's even said in the book. I like, I just, it was most, I, I just, the plot wasn't impressive to me. It, it really wasn't creative with what it was playing around with, which again was the concept behind Clockwork Orange. And for those who don't know what Clockwork Orange is, um, you've probably seen the weird guy in the white suit and the bowler hat and makeup on one eye. And um, he's a violent fellow. And so they try to convert him so that he gets massively sick every time he tries to do something violent. And he goes insane in the process, um, but does manage to kind of break the conversion in a like a really weird way. Um, basically, anytime you've seen anything where like they hold the eyes open and force you to watch a video in order to make you learn information, that's referencing the Clockwork Orange. So, yeah, I don't know. The plot just did not impress me. Um... It definitely wasn't what I was, I don't think I wasn't there for really anything, but like it was not helping me get through the book. So, shall we rate the plot? Sure. I figured I would do that. Oh, fuck, I don't have my chart. She has the chart. I have the chart. Okay. We'll just have to pass my phone around. So I'll take that. I can also bring up the chart. Because it is on our website. Here. Oh, you got one of them foldy phones. Yeah. All right, so Kim, what do you <laughs> rate the plot? I assumed she was going to go with you because she oh. always goes with you first, so I handed you the phone. All the time. I thought Nine times. I thought since you had handed over the phone, you were done with it. No, I went with you. I feel like she usually tries to alternate. I do try to alternate. Yeah. I recognize that. Or, or like, I usually start with you with the plot so we know what you're thinking. Damn it. <laughs> Was my net reaction to this thing negative? Yes. Did it hurt me, the plot? No. So that means it just kind of sucked. Three. Three? Okay. Kim gives it a three. Sarah. Or I'll let Sarah think for a moment. I give it a three as well. Didn't hurt me, but it did not impress me. Well, the chart isn't saying, did it impress you? <laughs> I mean, it did not tend towards the positive end of the chart spectrum. Oh. Mm. Golly. Golly gee. You know the microphone can't hear you when you have the phone over in front of your face. Oh, I'm sorry, because everyone wants to hear me go, mm, golly gee. <laughs> As I look through this chart, I really should have thought this through before you got yeah, here. Yeah, I mean, usually I have a stronger sense of what I'm going to choose, at least lately, but <laughs> this one. I get the feeling she hasn't liked books lately. The last two she hasn't liked. Field of the Abyss. And Pinata. Oh, you didn't like. Pinata was definitely the worst. And The Watchers. Pinata was still definitely the worst. Oh, really? I was thought the Gilded Abyss was going to be the worst from Sarah. Excuse me, I rated Pinata one, and I gave the Gilded Abyss three, which is actually probably generous. I should give. I don't think I ever saw your rating for the Gilded Abyss. I don't think I did so. either. I did do a delayed one on that one. Yeah, so it probably didn't pop up. Anyways, uh, plot. <laughs> I don't know why I'm hurrying myself up here because I still haven't come to a conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, shit. That pause in that word. I still haven't come to a conclusion. <laughs> I apologize for the weird pause. It was not intentional. Uh, I mean, it wasn't positive. It wasn't negative. I don't... So a three? No, that's negative. A four. Five would be, I think, in the middle, but whatever. Yeah, it's... I'm going to go with five, I guess. Okay. Next, we have our main characters, which is Rose Darling. Are there any other main characters that you guys feel qualify as a main character? I remember. No, because <sighs> no, Saul doesn't come in until towards the end. Willow also doesn't even get a name until the end, and she's not really in there that much. The demon doesn't do much. <laughs> There's the doctor, Dr. Smith. Yeah, but he was very Very secondary. much a secondary character. And then the one weird pastor guy. 
Um, okay. Who was definitely very secondary. Oh, and the parents, but they were also second. Yeah, just Rose Darling. Just Rose Darling. Um, Kim, what were your feelings on Rose? Well, we're going to start where I always start with her fucking name and the references to Peter Pan. And oh my God, they were so heavy handed. Oh my God. It's like, I kind of, because I listened to it also. Um, I kind of missed it when her name was first introduced. And then there were Peter Pan references. And I'm like, oh, fuck me. This child's name is Darling. Her last name is Darling. No, I don't want to do this. Um, as far as Rose herself, um, God, can I even remember anything specific about her she no you shouldn't have started with me because i can't remember specifics sarah um i didn't have strong feelings about rose one way or another i'm sorry do i need to speak louder or lean towards the microphone yes okay uh Oh, what to say? What to say about Rose? Um, Should I start? <laughs> Do you have opinions? Yes. Okay, she has opinions. I Let's had opinions. Then... I was thinking of my opinions earlier, like yesterday, but they leave. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> I found Rose to be so boring. Boring. Okay. <laughs> so, so boring and like dumb but not dumb and it was really weird because like she was just so naive and I know that was supposed to be like the conversion happening but like she was a 20 year old without like any coherent thought and then she would just magically know things because she was autistic okay so now see this is what I needed I needed reminders she was written like a 13-year-old, but she was supposed to be a 20-year-old. And I don't care how isolated you are from the rest of the world. That's a huge gap in yeah. in, uh, in whatever I, I the word would not, be. Yeah. Until her age was given, I could not place her age. Because it changed. Um, And then I don't... I know the author is supposed to be autistic. Supposedly. Supposedly per an interview with them. I just like I don't know. I I I I mean do we do we discuss the author then? I mean cuz it kind of got to be discussed. So Chuck Tingle yeah is a pseudonym. Yeah. Chuck Tingle is not male. There is no way that the, they're male. Yeah, that's what they say. Um he's done book things at bookstores, you know. Has he? Yeah. He just goes in with a Yeah, but do we know that that's him? There's Because there's this whole thing online where he's, you know, he does, he, we'll just keep calling him he. Um, Okay, so, okay, I'll concede, possibly a male. I've never read a male that writes this way, and I don't know how to describe it. Um, I, I don't know how to even get into it, but there was no point in this where I thought this is a male writer. Um, either because they try too hard in certain things is you know, when they're writing female characters um, or just in this style of writing. And this one just did not come across. Um, I think there's the possibility female and that this person has hired an actor if they've done in-person interviews, but I don't know. I don't know. Cause they um, wear a bag over they their wear head, a bag in, over the head in public. I know. Yeah. I yeah. Them on Tumblr. Like. Yeah. Yeah, so I just I just don't I don't think this is a male writer, but it it, it doesn't really matter ultimately. Yeah. But there is a lot of um, playing games that this writer is doing, which is fine if that's the thing you want to do. That's you know that's your choice. But um, so back to the main character. Yeah. I just I, I didn't care about Rose. I didn't particularly like Rose. Honestly, I didn't care if she broke the conversion. I, like, I don't know. There was just, particularly heading towards the end of the book where she was supposed to be, like, more empowered, she still felt infantilized. Infantilized. That's the feeling I got from it. It felt like the author took her autism and used it to infantilize her. And I just... 
I don't know. Um, I just, I don't know that I liked that. And I've interacted with people who have autism. Most of my family is on the neurodivergent scale. And like, I just, there aren't too many of them that actually come off as infantilized in that capacity. Like even the ones that I have come across where they are nonverbal, where they are, you know, older, like it's just, I don't know. I don't know. There was something about Rose. It drove me nuts. Uh, Sarah, any thoughts have developed about Rose? I mean, it didn't drive me nuts. I have seen repeatedly, and the reason I chose this book is because I had seen repeatedly people who were saying that they were neurodivergent, autistic, on the spectrum, um, or that they had grown up queer in a very religious household, saying that they really liked this book because Rose resonated with them that they hadn't seen representation quite like this before. So it does seem to work for some people. Yeah. Which is, um, I mean, I, I mean, fully recognized I was not raised Christian. So that instantly, I, I had no, no leg in the game. I don't know if I said that right, but. I, I don't know that phrase very well. I think that's right. No, yeah. no leg in the game. I don't know. Something like that. I think it would be no, no money in the game. No money? Stake in the game? No stake, stake in the game? Yeah. yeah. That sounds about right. That sounds more than leg. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I get them all mixed um, up, so. I mean, I was not raised religious either at all, despite my neighbor's best attempts to whisk <laughs> me off to Sunday school if I happen to sleep the night over at the, their child's house on a Saturday. They, um, the kids they had those, that, those people. Yeah. And I would say, okay, fine, you can take them. I don't care. However, you have to guarantee me they won't hear a, a negative word about another human being. <laughs> and not one person came back and said, oh, my pastor said it's going to be all good. Yeah. They can come. No. One person came back and said, my pastor said it's physically impossible to guarantee that. And I'm like, well, they don't hear anything negative about anybody else in my house. So yeah, it is physically possible <laughs> not to do that shit. Um, yeah. That, yeah, we, go ahead. But yeah, so having very small influence from the church and religion, I still grew up kind of sheltered. So in some ways, Rose did feel young, but not like 20 years old. She definitely didn't feel like a 20 year old. Um, she didn't necessarily feel young to me because when I was a high schooler, yeah, not the brightest bulb or not the most worldly, that's for sure. Um, I do think... You can't go outside. That her... Th this might not be her, though, as a character. It might just be the mechanics. But, like, her thought processes were too... simple. Like... Ever, like, all of her reactions to the book, they just felt too streamlined, too straightforward. Every... I was going to say, the, the big thing, I think, on that is we were told yeah. her emotional reactions. We actually weren't shown a whole yeah. lot. Like, and so like, it's like, I don't know if it's because she's supposed to be an autistic character who doesn't really experience emotions, perhaps, or internalize them the same way. Um, or maybe it's because the author is neurodivergent and doesn't necessarily... Because I've only read one other book by him. Um, I haven't read any of theirs. I only read this, the book uh, Straight, which was mm. a horror novella. Um, well, I will say this. I have read a book, a young adult book, that has an autistic main character who is written by a female autistic author. And it, it was just about one of the most mind-blowing things I've ever read in terms of my own personality um, and growing up and like how I would process things um, that that made more of an impact than this did. So I think if the author was trying to write it in such a way that the, the thought processes were reflective of how an autistic person actually processes their own thought, they should have, they could have done it in a way that was more obvious um i don't know how i don't you know i i can't even imagine trying to write how my brain functions um 
yeah. So, it, yeah, I think it, I just think it, her processing was, like you said, kind of boring. Yeah. And, and it, kind of simple. And, and it, it just like, her like crisis of faith was not, she didn't really have one. It was just like she believed, she thought about it a little bit, and then suddenly did not believe at all. And like, there was mentions of like, oh, she feels cut off from her community. But again, it's just like, it, she doesn't act in the way that like, we're just again. Yeah, I was raised non-religious. I was I I my family was religious, but I went through a process when I was in high school of, you know, what is this whole Jesus thing? You know, do I really believe in all of this? And I had far more crisis than than she did because I just finally went, no, no, this this just doesn't this just doesn't work. And um, so yeah, it, I will say because I grew up in the military, there quite religious families in the military of all walks of life and as a teenager you tend to have those conversations with your classmates and with your friends and stuff and and i was the kind of kid who befriended everyone um mostly because i'm very good at keeping my own opinions neutral in those kinds of interactions um and the way my friends talked as they were either very committed to their religion or having that crisis depending on their preference um was way more like explorative than Rose and I, and I would think that somebody that grew up in essentially a cult because this is this is evangelical yeah and i'm not saying evangelicals are cults i'm just saying that this was extreme evangelical um and they literally were a cult because yeah. they were summoning demons in order Kingdom to of the pines or whatever yeah it's yeah like, they didn't even have like a yeah yeah it wasn't a standard they weren't the montana lutheran chapter exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> um she should her crisis should have been pain, yeah it should have been painful it was like at her. one point she was like she really believed and then like shortly thereafter at some point she was talking about not believing anymore and i was like yeah what when, 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 when happened there? there and it seemed like the more she leaned into her autism she was just like i don't believe anymore I'm autistic, well, so I can't leaning, believe. She wasn't talking about her autism or leaning into her autism. She was leaning into her curiosity and, like, trying to be more logical. Yes, I don't know. It, it felt like, like you, can was just, more you could see that through that's... autism, but it's like, not, I don't even think the author was saying that. Okay, I don't know. It, it was weird. It was... And there was a strange want to call out religion while still saying you can be religious and accepting and and there are churches out there they're far and few between um but they do exist it's just i don't know it it was trying, a weird conversation it, it, is. It, 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 it was trying too hard to say that despite everything religion is okay um despite the fact that there are they're, they're summoning demons um but it's but it's okay because just you know, that one chapter. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, there okay. we go. That was Rose. Well, I mean, with all that said, I you know I never really gave a strong opinion one way or another on Rose. Um, and so I just want to make clear that it's like I didn't hate her. She was fine. At times I did like how she was written, but she did come off as kind of shallow. Written I... shallowly written, not she was. A shallow person. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, like, I didn't hate her. Mostly because that would have required and more investment <laughs> than I... Yeah, than I was feeling for this. And... I'm remembering I'm actively disliking her, so... <laughs> That's fair. Well, Kim, what is your rating for her, then? I'm gonna... I'd probably go with a two and a half. Two point five. I I think I'm gonna go with a three. I'm gonna go with a five. A five? Okay. Alright. Secondary characters. <laughs> oh my god. Don't start with me. I don't remember I don't any know. of them. Um you just listed them all, and I don't remember any of them. The parents, Willow. The parents Paul, were pricks. 
I did not care about most of the main characters, or secondary characters, I mean. Sorry, Mothman distracted me. Um, <laughs> like, Willow was kind of interesting, and I kind of wish it explored their dynamic a little bit more actively. Is that the, the girlfriend? girlfriend? Yeah. Um, otherwise, like... They fulfilled roles that they needed, you know, she had to have the friend who had faith, the friend, you know, the girlfriend who had no faith, the creepy doctor, like, like it was just like... Who was probably not a real doctor. Yeah. You think? Maybe? <laughs> like, it, Maybe? It, it felt like there was a list of boxes that needed to be checked in order for it to be a horror book, and they were there, and that's fine. <laughs> what about you, Sarah? I mean, yeah, I liked Saul. I thought he was fun. Um, I knew Saul was fun. The guy at the mechanic. Like metal music. Christian metal music. Yeah. Flamethrower yeah. builder. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I remember now. Um, <laughs> I honestly thought he was going to die. <laughs> okay, so, okay. Chuck doesn't usually kill his queer characters. So, um, I thought he was going to die, too. Because by that point, it was full on Stranger Things to me. It, it, it was it was in in the second scene. Do you watch Stranger Things? You're I'm looking at me like, like crazy. I think I might have seen the second season. I definitely saw the first season. So they had the one guy that was the medic. Eddie Munson. And, yeah, and he was, played the guitar and he sacrificed himself in the end by playing uh, some some Metallica no, song. No, no, he I came into some, the... Um, whatever. He, I saw something about that yeah. on the internet. But yeah. no, I, I never got that far. But he was kind of Eddie Munson yeah, coded, yeah. but make it religious. Yep. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I liked Saul. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you probably like Eddie Munson then. I think he appeared in the show before I stopped watching. Wouldn't like him now. Anyways. Bother liking characters if they're gonna die. Um, <laughs> the parents... I was like, yeah, that tracks. Um, creepy doctor. Pastor. Yeah, it's like, other than that, I didn't really yeah, care too much about the secondary characters. They were there. They moved the plot along as needed. Uh, I thought for about a half a second that the parents were actually going to be the ringleaders of it all. But that didn't. No. That didn't happen. That was as interesting as it got to me. I'm like, oh, maybe it's her parents that are actually doing all this shit. No. Didn't happen. No. But they were complicit. They were. Oh, yeah. So, you know. Heavily complicit, so. Dad wanted to send her back, so. Yeah. At least the mom, you know, said, run. Go out on your own. <laughs> and then you're so spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Shit. Oh, Willow, that was the other one. I was like, there's another character in here. And yeah, I, I wish we had gotten more of Willow or that dynamic between Willow and Rose. Because um, she just... She wasn't there enough to make much of an impression. Um, yeah, that's, okay. that's about it. What's your rating then for secondary characters? Me? Yeah. I was thinking... Studying on your own. <laughs> um, I'll go with four. Mine's a three. I'll give it a five point five because I like Saul. Five. Oh, plausibility. Oh fuck. I don't even know. Absolutely hey, plausible because hey. everyone gets gets uh gets uh possessed i like i don't i don't know i like even I mean, go ahead except it just again as with any book that has magic or other yeah supernatural things just accepting that that is the reality that we're working with is it plausible i don't know the ending thought like in holt would and that three teens could just like Take down an entire cult. cult. But like I do, I'm not surprised that they would do that to people. 
Um, <laughs> that part doesn't, yeah, yeah. doesn't even remotely even. I think I think there are people on this planet that if they have the ability Absolutely. to force people to be who they want them to be, whether it be a different color or a different sexual preference or you know whatever i think absolutely they would do it and they would use the same justifications yeah. in this that was that was yeah. used in this so yeah if you want to go with that at least the justification that was provided in this story plausible. was plausible <laughs> so i'll give them that yeah the three people making a flamethrower uh, Maybe they just bought Elon Musk's flamethrower out of just stuff lying around an automotive garage, <laughs> transporting it in a vehicle. Like, I don't know, it just seems very unsafe. It seems like it would be yeah, very easy to... Well, and all three of them surviving the weird tongue thingies that, like, killed the doctor. Like, the, the fact that all three of them magically got out of the room. Well, Rose wasn't in the room, and I the don't other remember two the tongue thingies. were, like, behind, I think. They're the ones caused them to forget Yeah, those, like, history. slug things they saw at the end in one of the Oh, that, that was like, ejected, like, making the noises yeah. and whatever. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was weird. It's like, it was a weird part. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. It's just, like, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't say it's any less plausible than other stories with teenagers, like, saving the world. <laughs> so, like, not that those are plausible. I just don't remember how I rated those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I, for me, this is a three again. Like, it didn't hurt me, but, like, I just, I don't know. I, and part of it is I would had to have cared more to, like. I have to go three also because it was I it was a negative response. Like I said, the only thing that was even remotely possible was the excuse. I'd give it a four point five. Four point five. Murphy. Ending. It ended. It did. It did end. It had a complete ending. Um, that fight was was. I don't know. I don't even know what to say. If the fight was stupid, it was not. <laughs> I shouldn't say stupid. That's rude. That's a bad word. Um, it was not. And this I was is my... glad to be done. I was very glad to be done. <laughs> my main thing, and you kind of mentioned it already. Yeah. We were, nothing was ever shown. In this yeah. entire book, nothing was ever shown. There was no descriptors. When she was vomiting up the flies, it was, I vomited flies. It wasn't my throat's tickling, what's going on, I'm feeling yeah, gagging, you know. you know, there was no description of what she was experiencing, it was just, I did this, and then this happened. I think at one point it was mentioned that it was like a a, ma a black mass all over her pasta, that was the most description. Yeah, that was that, the most you know, description. description. Yeah. Or like the flies on the, uh, the cabin, it was just like writhing yeah. like black flames or something like that you, we've seen but... so many visual things and had things described where your food, I mean, you can, you can go back to, um, what is the silliness with um, the vampires in Santa Lost Boys? Ah. The food changes into maggots instead of, so they think it's rice and then they look at it and it's maggots and then they look again, it's rice. You know, that's, that's visceral. That's something that you're experiencing. And, and there, there was no, nothing visceral in this. And it should have been, it should have been something where you were grossed out when she's vomiting flies. Um, and it had so much potential to like, and then she would sit there, I'm sorry, she would sit there and go, I must have fly larvae in me. And I'm like, where? In 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 your stomach? In your stomach? Where you have acid? Such a strong acid that it dissolves just about everything on the planet? But you just got fly larvae in there. So there, there's nothing to worry about here. It's it'll it'll just stop. I'm <laughs> just like, whatever, whatever. That's back to plausibility, because yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, go ahead. Sorry. I say? Oh, I was going to say, like, there was such a possibility of being able to, like, really trap your reader in the physical, emotional turmoil of, like, not knowing what's happening to you, not remembering things, you know trying to balance your desires with how you're expected to act. Like, like there was so much there that you could have like really grounded your reader into her and just taken them on a trip. And then I think they, it, it would have been interesting coming at it from an autistic point of view, because the, the view, the, the view of all of that would have been 
not something that your average yeah. person has experienced or read or seen. And I mean, I'll say maybe, maybe for people who have grown up that way, because they have a background to draw on, it is a visceral reaction for them, which could explain the reviews that are coming through. Yeah. And, and, and I, I fully recognize I had no stake in this. And so by the time the ending comes around, I'm like, okay, I've completed this book. It's done. Yeah. It didn't kill me, but like, I'm going to mind wipe it as soon as I can. So, what about you, Sarah? We're talking about the ending, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just got sidelined. Yeah. Um. Yeah, by the end of it, it was like just ready to be done um i will say oops did something weird sorry am i speaking too quietly um <laughs> i will say that if i compare this one to the other book i read straight which was i don't know it i don't think this one was supposed to be a novella right it was kind of on the short side but it wasn't i don't know you don't know okay cool 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 but i feel like that one was definitely written as a novella so it's much better paced this one, you get to like the halfway mark and then that next half, it just, it takes a long time to get there, it feels like. Um, and yeah, somehow it gets there without giving you enough substance to really get invested. Um, and so yeah, by the time the end comes around, it's just, you want to get through it. Um, going to the conversion camp to destroy it almost feels like an afterthought too. To everything else going on yeah um so yeah you just you don't really have a sense of stakes and then it's all pretty easy oh, rex must be it's recording i think yeah is oh, it okay yeah it's just not moving very fast Oh, because okay. um, we've been recording for um, 37 minutes. Okay, so yeah, the ending, like I was saying, it felt kind of easy for them. Straightforward. They already talked about her memorizing the chant of release or whatever, so you knew what was going to happen yeah. there. Yeah. Um, The demons escaping, you knew that they were going to kill the church people. Rose rationalized it as... Well, it might have been more of a moral lesson for the story that it was like, oh, their sins were worse because they were trying to convert people. But I'm pretty sure that, if anything, they were just getting revenge for being enslaved. Um, yeah. 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 So I was like, I don't know why you'd make that logical leap, Rose, when it's simpler. She made a lot of logic yeah. leaps that were like, what? Really? Um, That's but it's like, yeah, I mean, I guess if you want to tell your reader the moral that you're trying to mm -hmm. give them, then sure. But um it was fine. It's satisfying in the sense that it's like, here's this character with this problem. She solves it. She over overcomes it. She is now in a better place than she was before, and so are her friends. Great going. Boring, but it was, you know, it was good. Okay. Uh, what's your rating for it, then? Me? Yeah. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah. When you look at the computer and then say you... Sorry, you were the last one to talk. <laughs> She does ask me what my rating is first more often than not. She does. She Gosh, does. She never realized it. No, you keep not being the one to go first, so that's why I keep coming back to you. <laughs> Otherwise, I usually change it up. Yeah, I think if you actually ran the statistics on it, you would find that. Anyway, it's okay. It's okay. I would. I just give it a five. Kim, this is the ending, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Did it hurt me? It fucking hurt me. <laughs> uh, did it hurt me down to a one? What is one? What do you consider hurting in this scenario? Just like negative emotions? She was. I was angry. angry. <laughs> okay. I don't know because I just never really know what to go with. It so, does hurt me, so I'm always like, like, does it give me trauma or like just if we're going I'm like pissing it off? Like, then... like, worth this. Because I've avoided that one a lot, even though it's like, because it's like it didn't absolutely traumatize me or leave me feeling mentally so I think if it lends you towards a negative state of mind to the point where you're un like you're like i'm i don't like feeling like this so to to i like 
typically possession stories, religious stories. Um, this one, I was angry at it <laughs> because I felt it was so poorly done. And I felt like they were trying, and, and this is a personal thing because again, I am an atheist. Absolutely. Um, I felt like they were trying to double side this. Religion is bad. It does bad things. Religion can be good. It does good things. Wishy-washy. Wishy-washy. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was, it, I was, I was angry at it because it's just like, if you're going to, if you're going to go hard on religion, then just fucking go hard on religion. Um, you don't get to play it both, both ways as, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but again, that's personal and it's me. I, there is not a religion on this planet that I think is good. What do you rate the ending? One. Okay. I give it a three. So <laughs> mm -hmm. Mechanics. God. Which we've kind of already. We usually do. Started in on. Um, I'm I'm not impressed with their writing. At all. I like it, it was even listening to it, even with an uh, narrator trying to provide emotion and depth to it in their voice performance. I didn't care. Mm -mm. It's just like, and I've read some, I've listened to some very poorly written things, but because the narrator did such a good job, I still enjoyed the read. Um, this, I was just like, I am here. I am doing this thing. This author is not impressing me. It, like, it's just, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Sarah, with the mechanics? Anything stand out to you? Uh, again, more of the too much talent, too much telling, not showing. Yep. Just not in this book at all. And I was disappointed. Um, again, I shouldn't have been surprised because straight was kind of the same way, but the thing with straight, there's a person at your front door. <laughs> um, and Rex have probably left. <laughs> the thing with straight is that it's written as if you're watching like a B-horror movie. So it made sense to kind of just, it's just kind of action scenes moving quickly. There's not a lot else going on because it's just a horror movie that you're reading instead of watching. This, though, it's like it's written the same way, but you're reading a book and there's more that he's trying to do. And it just, it it's doesn't work. It's, yeah. it's too shallow. It too simplified. And then he also just, he did this a little in straight, but again, didn't notice as much, but he, there's very obvious morals that he wants you to get from the book. So he just tells them to you yeah, straight yeah. up. I hate that. Like, I, I, trust me as a reader to know what you're trying to tell me. If you can't trust me as a reader, you're not doing it. And I know that there are people, especially if you ever wander onto the internet, <laughs> they're impossible to miss, that will purposefully just misconstrue whatever yeah, is being yeah. said just to start a fight or to somehow try to one-up you with their moral superiority or whatever. So, like... I get that he really wants to make it explicit as to what he's trying to say, but like that just doesn't work mm. for a book. Like no. it just, it's not good. I'm reading another book that's kind of doing the same thing. It's just, it annoys me so much. And I it wanted can. to like this book, but like when that was happening, I was like, please if stop. If you can't trust your readers to understand your message, then, then you failed to give the message. Yeah. If you have to tell he them the message, you fail. It may not even be so much you failed, is that you don't have enough confidence in yourself. Yeah, because yeah, it's like you if have he to put, put it in, that in there. Yeah. Like if he hadn't put those moments in there, you still would have gotten yeah. the message that he was trying to say. Yeah. And he just kind of ruined it by also just throwing himself in there and being like, hey. Yeah, this wink, is wink. what we're talking yeah. about. Just Hello. to be clear. Hello. This is what you're taking from this. This is the bad thing. This right here. <laughs> um so yeah. yeah the mechanics really at first i liked the simplified writing because i had come from a book that was like so much fucking imagery and then was that the skilled of the best or another one no that was the whispering dark where it was just like everything had to be described oh and really and, and again because yeah. you know we talked about it a little bit there's a difference between 
you know, the, the walls were, you know, a certain really shade of flowery. blue. And, yeah, whatever. There's a difference between that and, and describing what's happening. Yeah. And again, I'll use the word visceral because this is a horror. This is supposed to be a horror story. Um, a horror story should be visceral. You should be feeling things Honestly, in your body. What I come back to, and I think we can all agree with this, is if you were to compare this to, say, like The Luminous Dead. Oh. Luminous Dead, it was written in such a way that I could feel the suit around me. Yep. I was okay. I could you feel the suit around me, like, but, like, but, but you could feel, you could, you could imagine what it was like to have somebody maybe was up there that, yeah. that yeah, you no, can't, I remember can't see. That yeah. one scene with like the water where she could yeah. sworn something moved behind her. And right. Like, I got chills. Like, I, yeah. It was like, yeah. And so, but like, and but, that's what you want from your horror. Honestly, though, I never really get that from horror except when it's dead and some no, other books. But that's yeah. the thing is, is it's, it's really hard to do, like, full on, really hard to do. But like, that's... This doesn't really get it at all. No, like, no. I'm sorry. She was vomiting bugs. I should have been feeling them in my throat and like repulsed. And like she was covered in flies at one point. I'm like, oh yeah, of course she's covered in flies. They're all over the place. That's she, annoying. She vomited flies. And then anyways, in the next yeah. scene. <laughs> yeah. Or like, and they, and it's just like, oh, and Dan, and Dan just cleaned it up and threw it away. It's like. Really, really, your parents like, weren't losing their shit. You just vomited flies. <laughs> yeah, and <sighs> in the the things in the tanks, and they dropped out of the tanks. They are free. That should have been like a full oh shit moment, but it's like I'm locked behind a door. These things wiped your memory. Yeah, and yeah. we get I'm behind a door. Yeah, no, we just oh, yeah. Um, did we want to rate mechanics? I will say one. I'm going to say a one as well. Sarah is pondering this. This might become my worst book. I don't know. I can't remember which one was my worst. Your worst. Probably The Darkness Outside Us. Is. Wild? Oh, no, The Foxglove King. Oh. And then. Yeah, but I didn't give that one all these ones. Lucha, yeah. Okay, anyway. Um, I mean, I've definitely read worse, though, is the thing, so I can't, in good conscience, give it a one. Um, but I also can't really give it much more than that. Uh, I'll give it a two. A two? Okay. Predictability. I... So fucking predictable. Everything was predictable. Like, nothing surprised me. I... As soon as something was mentioned in any particular moment, I'd be like, oh, that's going to be used for this. Like, everything. Everything was predictable. It was painfully predictable. I literally, I got to the point, and I was like, oh, fuck. This is a clockwork orange, but with demons. And it became boring. It, like, it was already kind of boring, but, like, there was just, like, no saving the predictability for me at that point. Is it, it, it offered nothing. Nothing that I didn't expect and could have, you know, mapped out before reading it. I should try that one time, like map out, like what I think is. I'm actually happen. kind of doing that in, in red rising, rising. <laughs> and in the next one, whatever it's called. Um, uh, morning. No. Yeah. Yes. Morning star, then golden sun. But you finished no. red rising. I finished red rising. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm, I, but I was doing that as I was going, I would, cause I can make, I can take notes on this oh. and just write. And, and I was, I didn't, I didn't have to push the little fucking buttons. Um, and so I would say, oh, okay, this, they're telling me this is going to happen or, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I was doing that as I go, I, I went through. Um, yeah, there was nothing that wasn't easily predicted in this book. It was. Sarah. Mm -hmm. I mean. Yeah, it was predictable. I wouldn't say that I was, that it was negative. I mean, yes. <laughs> negative in the sense that there's no excitement, but not as bad as some books. Um, you keep saying that. Can I ask a question? Some which books? published books or some fan fiction? Pu published books are the okay. ones I'm talking about. Okay, I was just, I was curious. I don't go through deep dives when I'm reading fan fiction because. Okay. Because I, this, this writer strikes me very much as a fan fiction writer. And, and like, particularly because I was hard into Supernatural, particularly a Supernatural fan fiction writer. Mm. So, but again, that's just what I'm pulling out of it. 
predictability. I was like, mm-hmm. I completely, I was looking at the chart and just whatever I was talking about was completely <laughs> gone for a second there. Um, yeah, I didn't really have a negative reaction to the predictability, not a positive one. And I will say the one thing, not a huge shocker, but I was somewhat surprised that we did not go the route of more linear going to the camp being subjected to the horrors of the camp as they happened and then having to escape so that's like the one spot where things went a little differently than what i would have expected except for the fact for me i was disappointed that that wasn't the route we went to i was too i mean i was intrigued at first then i was disappointed with how it was executed because i was like oh man he we're going to experience how horrible this could be and then it's like She's acting, I'm like, oh man, she's already gone through the conversion. <laughs> There's a movie called The, I think it's The Others, it has Nicole Kidman in it, where um, the parents send their son to a conversion camp. And it's a really good movie. If you, if you want to actually get into something yeah. that actually covers like, I don't know, it's just like, I was, I was disappointed. Yeah. I was like, I really want to examine this situation and like, be able to understand and possibly commiserate with those who have experienced it. And instead, I'm like, oh, we're just going to be taking out the, I don't want to say interesting, interesting sounds awful, the compelling reason to read this, and then just go from there. And so, yeah, no, I was actually disappointed. The one thing that I had predicted, which was the beginning of the story, I was disappointed by. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that's Leiden. Oh. Leiden! Yep. Any other thoughts on predictability? Do you have a rating for it? Four. Four? Okay. Mine was a two. Was it Leiden? Yep. What was yours, Kim's? Three. Three? Okay. Emotional reaction. Anger. <laughs> I I had no emotional reaction to it. Like like I was like, okay, I'm listening to this thing. I'm listening to it. I wasn't annoyed enough that I was dreading listening to it, but like I just I just got through it. Yeah. I almost DNF'd, but I, I knew I didn't have a choice. So then I just one's gotta set the precedent. <laughs> So I, I, I was, I was wanting to, I, um, actually just up the speed to, I think I was listening at, yeah, she's a little round. Um, I just, I think I, I even took it up to like two, seven, five, just so I could, because I wanted it to end. So you were in misery. I I, was. I I can fully say having lived in the same house with you, you, you were not happy. Mm -mm. Sarah. I'm glad that other people are suffering the way I have suffered. <laughs> uh, my emotional reaction was about the same as Amberly's. I just didn't really have one. Um, there was a moment of intrigue very early on in the beginning. And that fizzled out. Because uh, it just... Like when she re- realized her door was not there. And it was supposed to be there. That was the one thing where I was like, oh, that's weird. Because at that time I was still imagining that she yeah. was going to go to the camp. That it hadn't already happened. So I was like, oh, that's a little weird. And then it was just everything else happened. And I was like, oh, okay, that's, it, it, that it, is a it way was, to play out the story. It was really kind of sad because that could have been interesting. Why why was the door there then not there? Why was it changed in her memories? You know, but it was just talked about. Yeah. There was no explanation. There was no depth. It was just talked about. Unless yeah. I missed it. Could have had more gaslighting by the parents and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. But they just yeah. didn't. I think there might have been, and I, but I don't remember it well enough. There might have been a moment of interaction between Rose and Willow that I liked. I thought Rose and Willow were, as far as a romance was concerned, were written fairly well. Okay, I remember what it was. I appreciated the moment when Rose was tapping her hands and like tried and to Willow stop her step. the same pattern. And Willow started doing the same pattern. So talk about being seen or not seen. I count my fingers all the time. It's one mm-hmm. of those things that I do. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, I tap my fingers. And, it, and, if, and I know if I've not done it right, if I don't end at the right 
point. If yeah. I, if, if my, my finger isn't hitting it on the right number, I know which number it is supposed to hit. Yeah. Um, and that's really kind of funny because I'm terrible at numbers. Murphy, get your face out of her butthole. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> they can't hear me anyway, apparently. <laughs> I'm sure that came through clear as Oh, clear. yeah, I'm sure it did. Okay, so then, Kim, your rating for the emotional reaction. Um, I'll go with a 1.5. I mean, I, I didn't actually do enough, and I didn't throw it across the room, so. Yes, you did. At one point, you threw your Kindle across the bed. I did it across the, the room. I did toss it. Okay. Oh. So take it back to the one. I did. I, I threw it. Because you told me. You were like, I was so bad, I threw my new Kindle yeah. across the bed, and it almost fell off. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I would have been so mad if it had broken my Kindle because yeah. I was pissed off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah? Uh, I'm just going to go with neutral four because I didn't really have a strong negative reaction at all. Yeah, I'm going to go with the three. A four just feels too optimistic. A four is just like true neutral because it's like it wasn't positive, feelings weren't negative, and it lands on four. I know, I just, I'm going to go with the three. My gut says three. I mean, you were disappointed. So like, yeah, that is readability. Can I just give it a number? I thought it yeah. was. I didn't. Okay, no, I'll, we'll talk about it. I didn't think it was. I don't I didn't think, think it was. It's good. not complicated or hard to it's read. Not it's just not particularly read, fun to read at a certain yeah, I point. will say this. If I had been physically reading it instead of listening to it, I don't know that I would have been able yeah. to get through it. Neither. I didn't like the writing. I had a lot easier time than that. Um, I could easily put it down and then I would just pick it up and read it, you know, whatever amount I needed to read the next day. Um, which is definitely more than I've had with some of our more recent books where it was like a chore that I was like, okay, you just got to get through this part <laughs> seven and then you can have fun the rest of the night. <laughs> like I didn't have to do that. I didn't have to do that. But like, I was going like, okay, this feel like, like during the second half, especially it was like, I got through the first half really fast. I don't understand why this is taking longer to finish. I was confused about that, but, um, so I mean, we could get into discussions on. I think it was written as a short story and and padded out. I really do. Yeah. But I I would have to read it again to really see where I think <laughs> adding was at, and that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> not gonna happen. I just know that I would not have. I would not have finished it if I had read it as a physical item as opposed to listening to it while I was driving. Yeah. Oh. He's Murphy. I thought I was lazy. No, that meow is always Murphy. He's a sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so readability for me is a two. Kim. Uh, um, if you don't say one, I'm going to be shocked. No, I know. I'm actually wondering if you're going to finally give point a zero five. on something. No, I'm not going to give a precedent. zero. Set a precedent. 0.5? 0.5. Um, no, because it really could not get any worse as number one. You can't get worse than one, according to this chart. According to the chart. chart rules yeah. Okay, let me. I got. I gotta. I gotta do the process. So, was your net reaction to this thing negative? Most definitely, it was negative. Was it just dull overall? It was definitely unpleasant. So that means it hurt me. Well, I guess I could go. It was just, it just kind of sucked. But no, no. It, it hurt, hurt you. It hurt me. Don't tell it me. Hurt, my, don't, your, don't tell me my your, feelings. Your reading experience hurt me and I was indifferent to it. <laughs> Maybe some of it wasn't quite. Okay. I didn't mind the willow and I didn't mind the, the I'm going with a two. Oh, okay. What did you give it, Amberly? A two. All right, Sarah. It's all on you. Do you want you do you want the kickstand back? <laughs> there you go. Cool. Um 3.5. Oh. <laughs> what did you do? No, no, no. She just panned down the face. <laughs> I thought she like deleted all the numbers. It's like, gone. It's all gone. Our entire history 3. is gone. 5. Okay. 
What's the last one? Can we be done? Style. Oh, God. I give that a two. Like, <laughs> I don't even need to discuss. There was no style. There was no style. Two. Okay. I'll say two also. I'm going to give it a three again just because I can't classify it as having hurt me. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Sarah gave it a whole whopping 41.5 points. You really liked this better than Lucha? Yes. Really? I don't... Lo Pazonia? Oh, yes. I did not like that book. The Watchers? Oh, for fuck yes. <laughs> you like this better than The Watchers? Miss, I have to run up and grab the bed in five seconds. Oh, look at my reflection. Oh my god. <laughs> so aged. Oh, yes. <laughs> I guess that was a more of an emotional reaction than you've given this entire episode. Uh, Kim gave it a 22.5. Is it my lowest? It, oh, yes. Okay. Uh, and I gave it a 25. It is not my lowest. Oh, I did give something a zero once. Oh, you already said a precedent. I yeah. did. Lots uh, of zeros. This is our place. I rated lower. Oh, okay. So, let's see here. I gave it a 25. Kim gave it a 22.5. And Sarah gave it a 40-something? 41.5. Oh, what? What's the matter? Matthew Perry is dead? What? What? He was 54. He drowned? No, that means he overdosed. Well, shit. I say without knowing for sure that he dead at 54. Found in hot, hot tub. tub. I mean, unless you slip and fall and hit your head, I'd imagine it's kind of hard to drown in a hot tub otherwise. Yeah, most, most of the people that ask... There's no there's... sign of foul play. Well, no. It's, it's yeah. overdose. Well, that's sad. That is sad. It just beeped. Oh, it's probably the ice maker. Does that beep? But he's had... Occasionally. Oh, he's had... Significant massive. problems. Okay, we'll, we'll finish this up and then we'll... Um, there you go, people. You know when we recorded this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so we can... Like, oh my god, okay. <laughs> Such a weird moment. Um, I wonder if Dad knows. Uh, Allie doesn't know. Um, Does Allie like Matthew Perry? She watches Friends. Yeah, that doesn't mean yeah. she's like... Okay, we gave it an 89. It is, oh my that God. is a solid B if it was out of 100. It's out of 300. I know, I know what it's out of, Amberly. I can do math. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you only take one. Like, it is significantly lower than anything else. Pinata was... Even Pinata. Because Pinata was at 118.5. Oh. Now, we don't know what uh, this Gilded Abyss would have done. Oh, you two would have bloated that one up so high. I oh, love wow. it. Rude. Sorry. I really enjoyed Sorry. that. You I, <laughs> I really enjoyed that book. It up, no matter yeah, how yeah. I actually really enjoyed that yeah. book. I really enjoyed it. Are you going to listen to the, the to no. the episode? You're not in it. I thought that was the reason why you wouldn't listen because you you're in them. Well, that, you're just going to be talking about how great this mediocre no, book we, is. We we actually we 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 discussed it. We criticized parts of it. I can't remember. I mean, we didn't do nothing. We should have done numbers just so we could show that we were. Yeah. But because I could have given you numbers just like for the categories, and then you'd have it. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I would have to listen to the episode again to see what we said. We were reasonable with it. Like yeah. we we talked about some of the things that. Yeah. And it, yeah. So anyway. We're not gonna. Yeah, because we we still worked through the categories. We yeah. just didn't give just, ratings. Yeah. Okay, so on that note, our intro and outro music is by Grant Newman and is called the Battle, Battle of the Nile. Nile from Epidemic Sound. Don't forget to rate or like, rate, <sighs> like, rate, or subscribe, or is it rate, like, subscribe? Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Book Pile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform <laughs> you listen to your podcasts 
We'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms, such as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter. You can support us on bookshop.org. Our link is available via our social media, Cat I Will Murder You. We couldn't even go an episode. You can email us at bookpilebanter at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Lead in.